This is the Australian Hunting Podcast, hunting, shooting and fishing radio on the AHP Digital Radio Network. Visit us at australianhuntingpodcast.com.au. Sit back, relax and enjoy. Here's the host of the show, Jason Selms. Welcome back to the Australian Hunting Podcast here on the AHP Digital Radio Network, the only dedicated hunting, shooting and fishing radio show here in Australia. If you'd like to find out more about AHP, visit australianhuntingpodcast.com.au. If you would like to email us, then you can go to the website and click on the contact icon. Or alternatively, you can email me directly at australianhuntingpodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to listen to the Australian Hunting Podcast, you can visit the website and click on the archived podcast link. You can also subscribe to the Australian Hunting Podcast on iTunes for automatic updates. Make sure you leave a comment and rate us five stars on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. On Facebook, you can find us under Australian Hunting Podcast, where listeners are sharing ideas, thoughts and opinions, as well as photos and videos twitter.com forward slash ah podcast if you'd like to follow our twitter feed you can also check out my videos on youtube under the name aussie federal control alternatively all social media links can be found on the website everyone knows i love my listeners but i've got especially some extra special love for my donating listeners if you'd like to donate or do a monthly subscription to the show go to the website and click on the donate button on the right hand side of the main page and show your support which is always appreciated that helps us keeps the lights on in this joint and pay those bills we have over 65 hours of free podcasting audio content to date for you all to enjoy Share the Australian Hunting Podcast with your friends and family and get as many people as you know into hunting, shooting and fishing as possible so they can enjoy this fantastic lifestyle that we all love. So as usual, without further ado, let's get into my interview with today's guest. Hi, I'm Shana Dyson from HCG Like a Girl, where I'm proud to be more than just one of the boys. I hunt, shoot, fish, love my farming and motorbike riding. You're listening to the Australian Hunting Podcast. Shana Dyson, thank you for coming on to the Australian Hunting Podcast uh, for our segment, The Everyday Hunter. Thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me here, Jason. No worries. I guess, tell us about yourself, uh, whether you hunt, shoot or fish, and I guess uh, how you got into these outdoor activities. Uh, I'm pretty lucky I've got to grow up in the high country, so um, from a pretty young age I've always been around people that are out hunting, shooting. I suppose my first experience ever was with my grandfather. We went out duck shooting, I think I was about four and a half, five years old. Pretty good trip actually, and I can't remember all the details, but I remember helping pluck all the ducks, and I think, yeah, that's probably something that got me into it from a pretty early age. Yeah, does your your, your family uh, family of hunters? You got any brothers or sisters, or uh, are they sort of? Is that how you sort of got into it, or can you expand on that? Um, actually, I'm the eldest, and I'm the only girl in our family at the moment. Um, so I was lucky enough; some of my friends' older brothers and that sort of thing would take us out spotlighting on the farm and that. And I really didn't get into hunting seriously until I was about eighteen. Um, my partner worked on a big cattle property where we'd have deer hunters coming up hunting all the time. Started out just going out, sitting around the campfire, having a chat and getting friendly with everyone and then 
slowly but surely my interest grew and I was ready to learn a little bit about deer hunting. And luckily we had some great people that were coming up who were more than willing to take me out and teach me the basics. And about about that time I started working at a school camp and my one of the, my colleagues there, he uh, was in a hound crew. Got a little bit of interest in that and the whole deer hunting side of things and decided to tag along with the hand crew when they were up our way. And a couple of years later, and we're spending every weekend over winter hand hunting, so definitely my passion. <laughs> so you love it? Love it, definitely. <laughs> so I know it's probably a cardinal sin, but do you mind like sharing just your, your age with the listeners so we know what sort of age bracket you're in for women that sort of love their hunting and shooting? Yeah, and it's, it's not too bad yet. I'm not that old. Um <laughs> 27 this year. That's all right. You know, it's almost the cardinal sin to ask, you know, <laughs> women how, how old they are. But just just, just good. It gives you an idea of, you know, for the listeners, you know, for any females that are listening out there that might enjoy their hunting too. But tell us about, I know you run a business, HCG Like a Girl. Tell us about it and uh, tell us what, what, what in fact you guys do. Well, at the moment, it's a growing business. It's really new. We only launched the other month at the Wild Deer Expo in Bendigo. And the idea sort of started from a Facebook page that I'd put together. Um, I was starting to notice a few of my friends on Facebook were putting up their hunting photos and people were putting up some comments that weren't always as positive as you'd like about hunting. Um, So I started the page, people were sharing their hunting photos and then from that people started putting up their motorbike riding photos, fishing photos and whatnot. So decided to group them all into albums and then... I found out that there were quite a lot of young girls that were getting into their hunting. Um, I think the page started out as a way to support them and really what I'd like to see is people just as happy to put up their hunting photos as they are their netball photos. I got mucking around with a few logo designs and whatnot and decided, yeah, why not? I'll put my own casual brand together. And so started doing that and I've got T-shirts and singlets and hoodies and whatnot out now. And... So what, catering for the uh, fem- the female hunter and shooter? The, the female hunter and shooter, yes, yep. and just the everyday high country girl who's more than just one of the boys. Yeah, and we've also started importing women's hunting apparel from the United States, and I think that's really important for the female hunters to be able to have some options when it comes to going and buying some clothes. I know most of us probably started out in boyfriend's clothes or in gear that wasn't really quite suited for the hunting and then to be able to go and buy a pair of pants that actually fit properly are going to serve their purpose really well that's just a really great thing that I think I'm pretty happy to be able to provide that option for the girls. Nice work so I guess tell us what's different about being a woman uh, that hunts and shoots what have you what what differences have you noticed? Uh, Definitely people's reaction to you at first is sometimes a little bit different I've always been a bit of a tomboy, so I suppose all the people that knew me beforehand didn't really expect much different, but when I meet somebody (laughs) new, especially I'm a nurse as well, so start talking to patients some of the time and they ask you, you know, what hobbies do you like? And I say, oh, I actually like going out hunting and they're um, usually a little bit shocked by that and taken aback. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Nah, good. I suppose suppose they don't expect that from me. Um, (laughs) When you, just one thing, when you do go shopping, you walk into a gun shop and that, if somebody doesn't know you at all, I think for the girls, 
unfortunately, sometimes they'll uh, go straight to talking to my husband. And, <laughs> yeah. um, it's like, no, I'm going to buy stuff. I want to buy stuff. Hey, it's me. I'm right. I'm right here. I think, I think people are sort of coming around to that. They're realising that there are a lot of females coming into the hunting world and shooting world. So speaking, I know you said you said you were married. So your uh, husband was keen on it too. Is that how you got into it as well, or you you were into it before you got married as well, or he he loves it too, or? Uh, we've always grown up doing a little bit of shooting, both of us actually, with just pest control, spotlighting, and that of rabbits and foxes and whatnot. And the deer hunting thing was something that we started doing together. So the people that had come up would take us both out, and I think. It's a really good thing to have something in common with each other. Instead of him running away for the weekend, we go away together every weekend. Yeah, good stuff. So uh, I know you, you is, obviously this sport is, you know, can be a sport, hobby, culture, whatever you like to call it. It can, it can be dominated by men. There's a lot more women getting into it. Is it hard to, say, integrate with other or men, say, when you go to the range, you know, being a woman? Or what, what, sort of, what, have, what have you noticed, say, when you, you know, as you just said, you're at a gun shop or you go to the range, what are some of the differences you've noticed? Every weekend I go away with a group of usually between 10 and 15 people and probably 99% of the time I'm the only female there. Yeah. So definitely a little bit of a challenge sometimes, I suppose, conversations around the campfire and whatnot. Is pretty, I suppose they've just got to think about what they're saying a little bit when I'm around and everyone's pretty good about that. I think in regard to the hunting, once you've, you show that you're just as keen as they are. Everyone's very accepting of female hunters. Um, sometimes it's probably an advantage. People are willing to take you aside and teach you that little bit extra or give you those little tips. And if you're willing to take those on board, then you can learn quite a lot from it. Um, I know we've taken friends out. They're probably new to the scene and taken a couple out. And the female of the couple is usually a little bit more willing to listen and learn and that's a really good thing. Yeah, good stuff. So tell us, uh, what are some of the pros of being you know, a woman that hunts and shoots? Oh, obviously, there's a little bit of women's intuition there, walking along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, walking <laughs> along. and uh, Probably, I think, one of the pros would be just, oh, nah, that's a hard question. Yeah. Okay, well, let, let's go some of that. Okay, before we go to the pros then, tell me some of the cons then of, say, being a woman that hunts and shoots. Do you think there are any cons or, or you just think it's all positive? I think there's probably not a lot of difference between men and women when it comes to hunting. We both get out there and give it a real go. Um, we're obviously sometimes a little bit weaker when it comes to carrying out a big stag, but... Um, Everyone's willing to jump in there and give you a hand as well, I think, being a woman. So that's always a good thing. Everyone's been really supportive with my hunting. What about your say, parents as well? They, they, they've been supportive of it too? They, they don't mind as well? Or? Yeah, um, mum and dad have been really great with my hunting. Um, supported me all the way through when I decided to turn it into a business. And they've been right behind me there and helping me out all the time. Um, Dad was probably a little bit hesitant at the start to take me out shooting when I was younger. Um, I remember he sort of gave me a bit of a spiel about, well, you know, it's been that cold that I've had to cut open an animal and put my hands in and warm them up, and I think he was just trying to put me off at the time, and I suppose that's something that I've 
got to the stage where I've probably nearly been in the same situation. Mm, yeah, true. Good stuff. Uh, what are some, you know, I know you said before uh, you're a nurse and you obviously, obviously, again, that's that's a lot different than hunting or that sort of industry. So uh, what what do you find people's reactions have been, uh, to, you know, that you hunt and shoot? And, when, you know, when they find out about it, what's the reaction been? Good, bad? Any Is there any specific thing they've said? Um, any people that don't like it or what's the reaction been? I think most people have been pretty positive. Sometimes people assume that because you're a young female, you're interested in hunting and you're going away with the boys all the time that maybe your motives aren't really about the hunting, you're just trying to get a little bit of attention and that's something that really peeves me off. Um, I get in there and have a real, real good go when I'm hunting and try my hardest. Um, if we've got dogs in the bush at the end of the day when we're out hound hunting, I'm the first one to offer to go and jump in and go and get them out again. Yeah, so what do you, what, what sort of, yeah, let's talk about, um, this one's pretty good too, like I know it just depends on game species, I know uh, a lot of different hunters, you know, grew up on foxes or rabbits or deer, or as you just said, hound hunting, what, you know, what do you enjoy, do you do everything, or do you just, now you just really concentrate on deer, or what's your, what's your preference for, you, for yourself? Uh, hound hunting's definitely my preference, it's a team sport for me. It's about all the rest of the people in the crew, the dogs getting out there. I love it when we've got new pups and they get to go into their first bail-up and it's probably not much more of a thrill than hearing the hounds in a bail-up. I've grown up with a little bit of other pest control and a little bit of fishing, that sort of thing, but hound hunting takes the cake. (laughs) Awesome stuff, good stuff. Uh, yeah, I know you said you do, obviously, we're just about again, hound hunting and that sort of thing. Do you participate in any, you know, is just just purely hunting now? Or do you, you know, go you know, rifle shooting, target shooting, uh, shotguns, or um, it's all just rifles? Or what are you sort of, you know, do you do, you do any other active, related activities in sort of hunting and shooting? Well, I actually, up until a couple of years ago, had a bit of an irrational fear of shotguns. Yeah, why is that? Explain that. I want to hear about that one. Yeah, when we were... When we were kids, Pop used to take us out rabbit shooting all the time and I think I must have been about five and a half years old and he decided that we were going to shoot this rabbit together and he'd help me hold the shotgun up and that was a bit of a disaster because when you're five you can't really put that shotgun to your shoulder very well yep. and I think it uh, it kicked me in the shoulder nice and hard and at the same time the trigger must have cut his finger so that sort of gave me this fear of shotguns and I didn't actually touch one again until about two years ago and we had a Christmas break up at work and decided to get the clay thrower out and time to face the fears stepped up and I've actually really really enjoyed it and been doing a little bit of clay shooting ever since. Well folks it's that time of year again Huntfest is on in 2014. What is Huntfest, you might ask? Huntfest is New South Wales' biggest southern hunting exhibition. Huntfest in 2013 and 2014 had to rally the Naruma Council to allow Huntfest to go ahead for a second year. Even beating the Greens twice at Council continue the rich hunting culture in Naruma. On show at Huntfest this year includes firearms displays, 3D archery shooting, hunting and camping equipment and much, much more. Huntfest will also be running their very popular photo and video competition again, so make sure you get your entries in early. Exhibitors on show in 2014 include the Shooters and Fishers Party, Abella's Gun Shop, the Australian Deer Association, Sporting Outback Supplies, South Coast Hunters Club and many more. 
If you'd like to be an exhibitor at Hunfest in 2014 and support the hard work of the organisers at Hunfest, then call Dan Field on 02 4473 7035. Dates are 7th and 8th, June long weekend, Naruma Sports and Leisure Centre, right next to the roundabout. You can't miss it. Costs are $10 for adults and children under 16 free. For more information, go to huntfest.com.au. Huntfest, the place to be in 2014. Yeah, what about, we know Victoria's fantastic for the duck shooting seasons over down there. Same as South Australia. Do you get involved in any of, any of the duck shooting or anything, or duck hunting? Uh, I haven't actually set my waterfowl identification course yet, so haven't started with that one. That's something that's growing a little bit of interest in my mind. Definitely something I can look towards in the future. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, how hard is it? I know we talked about your business before, but how hard was it? I know you said, but give us an idea for women. How hard was it to find, you know, clothing, you know, and and gear for women when you sort of, you know, not only when you first got into it, but I know that was probably the the idea of getting the business together. But how hard was it to find, you know, clothing and equipment that was sort of dedicated for, you know, the female hunter? Well, at the moment, there really isn't much going in Australia at all for that's dedicated to the female hunter. So I think at the start, I ended up wearing men's men's clothing and then moved on. And I think I found that I fitted some of the kids' tops, so that was okay. And oh yeah, so I've got a bit of a mishmatch gear collection, um, and then looked at some stuff from the states, which it's all well and good to go. Oh yeah, that's nice on a computer screen, but. Um, actually being able to try it on and then if you've got issues with sizing and that sort of thing, having it in the country is a really great thing. Yeah. I know there was this one too. I'm not sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sorry, I don't want to fly off the cuff here, but I'm sure I was, I was on your uh, Facebook page the other day and you were asking for women that were going to do like a calendar. Can you tell us about that? It was sort of to show off, you know, are women hunters. Can you explain, can you talk to me about that? Yeah, last year we got a group of girls together for the Wild Women calendar, Yep. Um, which was really, really great success, actually. So we've got 12 girls lined up for the 2015 calendar, and we'll be putting that together throughout this year, so it'll be released probably late in the year. The idea with the calendar is that we want to bust down some stereotypes and uh, show that women that hunt can be sexy, Pretty fun venture to be a part of, actually. Um, I think all the girls that were involved in the last calendar yep. would all agree it was a really great fun weekend. We went down and got all prettied up and did the photo shoot for it. Um, a little bit of a change for most of us. We're all from the country and usually, I suppose, you'd see us in our jeans and T-shirts and whatnot. So to get a little bit prettied up and do the calendar. <laughs> nice work. A bit of a difference for us. Yeah, no, excellent, excellent stuff. Uh, let's talk about, I don't know we'll talk about gear, but let's sort of go on to, you know, the firearms or whatever. You know, do you, do you have a go-to calendar? You sort of, do you own just firearms with your husband and they're, they're both of your guys? Or do you have your own little, you know, your little uh, pride and joy? And if so, what's your sort of go-to calibers and what do you enjoy shooting? Let's, uh, let's talk about, uh, I guess you're hunting deer, so what sort of um, calibers do you go to and do you have one of your own? Yeah, so I've got a 3006 Hauer in a bolt gun, which I use for stalking, and in the early days that was all I had, so that's probably my first gun and the one that I love. But I've just moved on to a 35 wheel and pump gun for the hounds, so it's got a red dot on it, 
little bit smaller gun. It's a lot lighter to walk around with. Um, found it very effective in taking down deer quickly. Any 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 other calibers you've got that you use or you enjoy, or do you have a, do you have a, 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 an array of uh, you know a, a nice collection, or what do you what else do you enjoy shooting? Let's talk about shotguns as well. I know you said you went out of cl- uh, with these shotguns before. Do you do you own a shotgun now, or you just you got one in the in the in the cabinet, or? Uh, I think my husband will tell me off if I say that I own them all, but no, we've got we've got quite a collection between the two of us now. We've got twenty twos and shotguns, and so it's sort of something for everything. And twenty two two fifty if we're going out foxes, and yeah. Awesome, good stuff. Okay, this is going to be a difficult question. I know you were, we had a chat previously about uh, Melissa Robinson, who was on my show before, who's uh, uh, heads the uh, Shooters and Fishers Party's women's branch up there in Port Macquarie. And this is can, can be a little bit of a difficult question, but I, I, I hopefully I can get you to sort of you know tell me what yeah you know, verbally tell me what it means. If you could break it down, tell us what it means to be a hunter, shooter, or fisherman in Australia in the twenty in the twentieth century. I think probably to be a hunter today or a shooter or a fisher is something that I'm proud to be. We're um, pretty lucky in our country that we do have the opportunity and. Struggling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just hard. No, nah, that's all right. That's how it's good. Sorry, man. No, no, that's all right. No, it's, it's a different. Depends on different people. It's just uh, yeah. Some people have got different, and some people it's hard to sort of explain what it means. That's not a bad thing. I think that's a good thing because yeah. you know sometimes it's actually hard to verbalise. And this is the thing. I've asked so many people the question, and some people but they struggle. Just so, so different between each you know individual person that. You know, sometimes it was hard to sort of, you know, to bring into words what it means. That's, I reckon it's a great question. But anyway, we'll go on to the next one. I guess let's talk about this. Might be a good one, actually. What is it? What is it about hunting and shooting, say, that keeps you coming back? Uh, and, and what is it you enjoy about it so much? What what keeps you coming back? What is it? The feelings? Just t- tell us about what keeps you coming back. It's obviously it's the overall experience. It's about getting out there into the wilderness and into the hills. For me, the hills are my little happy place and whether I'm out there hunting or just out even just going for a bushwalk and um, it's something that makes me happy without really even having to try and yep. um, in terms of hunting it's something I'm always learning when I'm out hunting you stand on a stick and next time you'll be thinking oh don't walk there and just put your feet in the right spot next time and yep. being able to get out there and watch an animal Get get in nice and close and take some photos. I think that's probably the draw card for me, as much as being able to get in and take a animal, bringing home the meat. That's obviously another advantage of it. I know our freezer's pretty full at the moment, which is great, and we're just about to start hound season, so we should be right for the rest of the year. Exactly. Oh, you just killed my next question, but that was the next question I had. Oh. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. It's perfect. Do you hunt for meat? Uh, for just just for the the culture of hunting, um, and yeah, tell tell us what you know, what sort of you know uh, meat you enjoy. Do you like deer meat, or just tell us about you know why why you hunt? Well, my pop was a butcher, so definitely hunting for meat to something that's been a part of our family. I think I've eaten everything from rabbit and ox tongue to venison, and everything's been on my plate. So definitely pretty happy to take home the meat that I hunt. Um, I enjoy the hound hunting, especially for the sport of it. Um, being around our friends every weekend, 
it's kind of like a family in our hand crew. We support each other no matter what all the way through and I think watching one of the young fellas in our crew that's grown up since they were four, five, six and now they're getting to the age where they've got their junior shooter's licence and they can actually take their first year. That's all part of the excitement of it. Yeah, what 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 sort of meat do you enjoy when you get your for your deer or something? Do you make? Do you make sausages? Do you just love the steaks, the roasts? What do you, what do you enjoy? Uh, we actually send a bit away and get some cabana and straws and that done up with the venison. Ah, nice. That that's always good to have around and pretty much schnitzels, roast, oh, yeah. steak, all of that sort of thing. We'll or give it all a try. Yeah. Hey, who who cooks? Do you do you enjoy doing most of the cooking, or the hubby gets in there and lends a hand too? He doesn't mind the cooking, or? Uh, I've definitely got to say I do all the cooking there. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> pretty good at doing the dishes, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, all the cooking, and I think I cook more nights on a fry pan by a campfire than I do at home, though. So pretty pretty good around the campfire cooking. Yeah, no, nah, that's nah, good stuff. Uh, it's always good to hear different opinions from different people. It's fantastic. Now, this is another interesting one, another interesting question I asked uh, a few different females that I've had on my show, but do you think hunting is a sport, a culture, or a means to getting food, And how, or how would you describe uh, hunting? Uh, I'd have to say it's a bit of a culture. Um, it's not just about the sport. It's definitely about the whole experience. So the people that are hunters... Um, belong to a certain culture, I'd say, and being able to pass on their traits to the younger generation, I think that sort of puts it into that category. Yeah, no, I couldn't couldn't have said it better. That's true. Uh, my next question, uh, I guess you know, I mean, you, you obviously come up against you know people that you know disliked hunting or whatever it may be, but let's say someone stopped you, a friend or or someone that knew you maybe that hunted. How would you explain to someone that never hunted, you know, shot or maybe even fished uh, before? So that, how could you explain it so they understand why you love this culture or lifestyle so much? How would you sort of explain it to them? Probably one of the hardest things to explain to a non-hunter is <laughs> why, why, why do we hunt? And um, for everyone, everyone has their own different reasons. I suppose for me, it is it's something to do that I can prove myself and challenge myself. Um, it's somewhere I can learn in a totally new environment, take away all the distractions. Um, I'm, for anyone that knows me, pretty addicted to getting onto Facebook and onto the iPad and whatnot, and it's great to be able to just shut all that off for the weekend and get out there, and I think you get to know yourself probably just as well as you get to know the animals that you're hunting. I've got a, this is an interesting question too. I find, you know, women, have, yeah, varying, like, just like men too, women have got varying uh, abilities. So, when you know, when you first went out and, you, you know, obviously you're shooting, you, know, you said you had a thirty eight six as well. Uh, is it different for a female in, in, in ga- do you think, gathering the skills to be, you know, a better shot for shot placement? Do you think it hasn't really mattered at all? Like you've just taken it, you know, taken it sort of, you know, on the shoulder, so to speak, if, if, that, if that makes sense? Yeah, um, I suppose it definitely all comes down to practice and feeling comfortable getting out there and getting that practice. Um, as a female, I've kind of been lucky enough, the people in my life that I've been around have been really accepting of it and happy to just sort of take that time with me and build my skills up, I suppose. 
Yeah, has it been? You, do you find you're a bit of a natural, or you find it's just it's it's taken hard work? Because I mean, not everyone doesn't matter if it's male or female. Not everyone sort of jumps into it, you know, with the you know, skills. Have you found you've taken it up pretty easily? Uh, I've definitely had my fair share of misses, and I actually in our <laughs> don't worry, in our we hand, all have. Don't worry in, about it. <laughs> in our hand crew, we have an award for the most misses, which uh, not last year, but the year before, I actually won. So I had a nice cast antler trophy uh, up on my wall for the year, but um, I wouldn't say definitely wouldn't say I'm a natural at it. Um, everyone sort of has to do it in their own time, and my little sister, on the other hand, she's a bit of a natural. Yeah, is she is she getting into the hunting as well, or, or the shooting, or? Uh, not probably not so much the hunting, but. Um, in terms of just going out rabbit shooting and that sort of thing, she grabs her 22 and, uh, yeah, she doesn't miss very often at all. Yeah, I was going to say, don't worry. Sometimes we all miss. Oh, my friend still, <laughs> good old Max, my friend, uh, you know, we, he, we were shooting our one-night uh, foxes and, you know, I, I reckon it was probably about 80 metres, but I still maintain because it was his rifle. It was a 204, I think it was, a uh, heavy barrel, Tika, or Tika, whatever you want to say it. And, uh, you know, his little fox was sitting there, and I thought, geez, is that a fox? And then I looked through the scope. You know, we had a, 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 the rest off the side of the vehicle. I reckon it must have been 80 metres, and I aimed for the little white spot in the chest, and I remember I, I took the shot, and I remember him running off, and I've never seriously heard the end of that from my friend. Every time he sees me, he always wants to bring that up, so don't feel bad about having a miss here, and there. even though it's the best of us, don't worry. That's all right. A fox is a little bit uh, smaller than a deer's, so I've def definitely got to take a little bit of flack for it, missing that often, but probably motivated me to get out there a little bit more and practice and get a few clean shots in. Yeah, uh, talking about, uh, I guess, you know, public land hunting, you've got, you know, obviously you've got some great uh, uh, public land hunting down there in Victoria, which is fantastic. Uh, yeah, God bless the Victorians down there. Uh, do you hunt a lot on private land? Do you hunt a lot on the uh, uh, the state land? Where do you generally sort of, you know, where's most of your hunting conducted? Or Yeah, um, with the hound hunting, we hunt in state forest, and we're lucky enough to have a few great areas that we can get into. Well, the rest of our hunting is usually done on private property, so we're usually going in to control pests for a reason, take out some rabbits or chase some wild dogs around. Yeah, how do you guys get out there? Because it's getting pretty cool up here about now too, so how are you guys going there? Does it get pretty cold down there? Is it coming up soon this time of the year for the, with the hounds? It definitely does, yeah. We've spent most nights in the uh, slag shivering, wake up covered in snow for a few of the mornings, but... Uh, Big, big campfire and everyone's usually pretty happy by the time they go to bed So, and eager for the next morning's hunt. So, exactly. Yeah. Do, you think you, do you think you've had some great opportunities? I know I've spoken to a few people that live in Victoria, you know, a couple of guys from Field and Game. Uh, is it definitely great growing up and, you know, in the high country, growing up in Victoria and having those great hunting opportunities? Oh, for sure. Growing up in the high country has been amazing and I think everyone up here is so accepting that, yeah, we're we're hunters and people go out hunting. We grow up shooting just on friends' farms and you can't really ask for more than that. Exactly. Tell us about, this is an interesting one, this gets a little bit political, but tell us your thoughts on firearm ownership in Australia at the moment. You reckon, uh, some people say, you know, the government tries to tell us, I guess it's a uh, privilege. You know, I believe it's a right, but anyway, that's a whole different kettle of fish. What do you think about firearms ownership in Australia at the moment? I think it's definitely well and truly regulated enough and they don't need to bring in anything else. Um, I remember as a kid, Dad had a semi-auto and 
I vaguely remember going out and them shooting at once and I think he was pretty heartbroken when he had to hand in his guns and we uh, actually went to our, our honeymoon over in New Zealand and to walk into a shop and see a suppressor on the shelf for me it was like oh yeah that's you know that's a little bit different and whatnot and then get a bit get into the reading a little bit and start thinking about oh okay that makes a fair bit of sense you know we're all doing shooting I went for my job interview for deputies as a firefighter this year and the lady goes oh are you a shooter are you and I was like oh how do you know that and she goes oh your medical test you're our left your left ear, it's, uh, yeah, lost 20% hearing already. I was like, oh, jeez, really? So I think definitely to be able to bring in suppressors would be something that we could work towards. Yeah, good stuff. What do you think, you know, I, know, I guess you know, there is a political landscape these days of uh, being a hunter, I guess, shooter and trying to preserve the sport or the culture, uh, you know, depending on what sort of part of the, you know, firearms industry you're in or, the, you know, whatever, you, you know, whatever people do, whether it's hunting, shooting or fishing. So what do you think they can do to protect their sport? What do we need to do in this country to make sure we're keeping on top of our politicians? Well, obviously we can talk to them, but I think it all comes down to our own responsibility and, our own actions, making sure that when we are going out shooting, fishing, hunting, we portray ourselves as responsible hunters and shooters and fishers. And when we go and put our posts on Facebook, we show a little bit of respect for what we're doing and what we are allowed to do. I think sometimes people get a little bit carried away in the moment and a bit excited, and it's really important that we do show the respect that the animals deserve. All right, Shana, it's that time of, the, that time of my uh, podcast. I normally do a five questions in under one minute. Do you think you'll be able to take this challenge? Ooh, sounds like a big one. It is going to be a big way. A lot of people have come before and they've failed, so I want to see you succeed on this one. All right, so what I'm going to do, I'll, in two seconds, I'm going to go. I want you to uh, answer these five ones as, as quick as you can. All right, so we'll, uh, I'll, once I finish the first question, uh, that's when I'll start the time. All right, in one word, hunting makes you feel? Happy. Okay, favourite game species to hunt and why? Samba deer, because they're the ultimate challenge. Yeah. All right, favourite aspect of hunting and what is it and why? Uh, being out in the bush and it's just the experience that probably... Yeah, it makes me so happy. <laughs> okay, your proudest moment or experience you have had being a hunter, and what was it? I think it would be one of the old leaders of our hound crew taking me aside and just saying, you did a good job today. And, yeah, I've got a nice 30-inch samba on the wall and probably doesn't compare to that moment. All right, if you could hunt anywhere in the world, uh, where would it be and why? Uh, I think Canada, and just to get out into that, wilderness that they have there oh, oh that's it hey you just <laughs> 58 seconds yeah mm. oh right on the money you've actually you've succeeded great work great work uh i guess uh second last question finish off tell us a story uh you might be able to share with the audience we get a lot of people listening to this show that love sort of hearing a story always love hearing a story to finish off uh from the guest that comes on the show so tell us maybe, you know, an awesome day in Shana's life. Maybe you're out, you've got your first deer. It can be any story you want, a personal accomplishment, a hunting story. Take it away and tell us an awesome story. Uh, I might as well t- tell you the story from two weeks ago when we uh, took Ollie, the little white hair pop out for his first ever hunt. A friend of, I, 
friend of mine and I decided we were going to camp the night out and get up nice and early. So went out, found a nice little spot to camp and uh sun came up and decided let's go and do it. Went for a little bit of a walk up a gully that I knew that there was some beer in, which was a bit of an advantage when you're taking out a nice new pub and I think we got to our first river crossing and he had no idea what to do. Tempted to carry him because he was that cute, but uh, called him across and after about five minutes of coaxing, got him across the river and yeah, we were lucky enough that, uh, to get to a nice little spot we could sit and have a look for some deer and it didn't take too long at all before we had a couple that were feeding out into this little clearing. We were able to watch them for a little while and... I wasn't the one that missed it this day, actually. My friend uh, took a shot and clean missed. And I thought, oh, that'll be the end of those. That, for some reason, they just stood around and looked at us a little bit funny, which was very <laughs> yeah. different for me. I think every, every time I've uh, seen a Samba shot at it, it's uh, run straight off. Yeah, did you get one of them? Did you, what, did you, did you get one? or? We did. I uh, <laughs> yeah. was, a, was able to take one down, and then Ollie, he uh, got to see his first ever Samba deer on the ground. He always finds some of the new pups and they start chewing on them. And <laughs> yeah, he was he was definitely really hesitant at first. It was still twitching a little bit when we got up to it. and um, But as soon as it sort of settled down there, he was pretty happy to get in there and keen to keep walking. And I think by the time we uh, made it back around lunchtime, everyone was pretty ready for a little nap. Nice work. Was it a good size one? Was it a, uh, just a meat, meat one or what was yeah, it? Yeah, tough one for the freezer actually. Nice, yeah. But, uh, oh, I love a bit of nice deer. Yeah, a bit of venison. Can't go past it. Exactly. All right, if people wanted to find out more about the products from HCG or High Country Girl, where can they go? The website, Facebook, Twitter? How can they contact you? Phone numbers, emails? What? Where can they go? Yeah, so we've got the website, which is likeagirl.com.au, and that's an online store, so you can do all your shopping there. And I think... The HCG Like A Girl Facebook page is going crazy. We've got so many people on there sharing their photos, their stories. It's just great to see that. And I think that's probably what it's all more about than anything else. If anyone's after anything specific, they can get on there and talk to us about getting it in as well. So we're just out there to help the girls and provide some options for them. Yep. Well, ladies, you've heard it right there. Get in there, get your gear. Um, and uh, Shana's done a great job, obviously, in uh, getting that gear in, so specific for your size, so, you know, you don't have to wear the men's stuff anymore, which probably, yeah, they probably don't like. You can, yeah, feminise it, so to speak. So, all right, Shana, thanks for coming on the show. really appreciate coming on and sharing uh, your thoughts, interests, and uh, opinions on this show about what it means to be, you know, a female hunting and uh, some of the, yeah, the pros, the cons, some of the things you've come up against and also what you enjoy about it. So thanks very much for coming on the show. really appreciate it. Thanks very much, David. You've just been educated, and this is the Australian Hunting Podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next time.